event ties, like make an event out of it. You dig? I guess I dig. <laughs> how, how many days a week are you doing this? First of all, thank you for doing this later so I could oh bathe my, my children and put them Are you kidding? Thank you so yeah. much for being here. Of course. Dax Shepard is here, dear listeners. Thanks for having me. I'm going to have a, a nice long pull off of this LaCroix. La 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 is it LaCroix or LaCroix? The still, R is yeah. silent, apparently. Nobody knows. No one knows. Mm. I do love Can we? Ta- are we going to talk about on this podcast our vacation together? Yes. Do you remember our vacation in Hawaii. together? Yeah, in Hawaii. That's right. We did crosswords together. Mm-hmm. And your um, then boyfriend wore stars and stripes speedos that you had bought him. And I didn't really know him prior to that, and that made me like him pretty instantaneously. Oh, so because good. there was a fair amount of paparazzi on the beach. And so you occasionally get offered really weird things if you're on TV. And one of the things that was offered to Kristen was. Would you like this free trip to Hawaii? You'll stay at the Four Seasons. They'll pay for the airfare. Um, your only obligation will be at a certain point you're going to have to eat chocolate. It was the most comical, <laughs> like, here's, here's the homework that needs to be done. You had to go down to this party, have a little bit of chocolate, and then you were good. You had paid for the whole trip. And then unbeknownst to us, you, you too had agreed to eat some chocolate, I believe. It was you, right? Probably wasn't Chris at that time. I, I don't even know if we got the chocolate offer. No, no, you had to. No, see, you I had think to go we to had to party. do something else, but we didn't oh, get drink, the chocolate. Drink like a certain champagne Pro, or something. I don't know. <laughs> so there we were in Hawaii. Well, great trip, by the way. They get very nice room. They really rolled out the red carpet, and then we bumped into these two, and found out they too were there, or I thought were there to eat chocolate, and. <laughs> It made us feel a little less weird about the whole thing. Oh, I'm so glad. Yeah. And then. Because um, nobody's ever told me that were, I make them feel less weird. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, you definitely did. Thanks. Um, we felt like we were on a double date vacation for a couple of the days. It, it was, was really, really nice. really fun. Yeah. And, um, yeah. And again, there was a lot of paparazzi, and your boyfriend wore a Stars and Stripes Speedo in front of them and frolicked around and pranced, and it was very. Uh, ballsy, yeah. Pun intended. He is balls were oh, very he, visible. You, yeah. you know what, Dax? Hmm. You would love his balls. Well, I would. I bet. Are they really? Um, oh, they're, they're magnificent. Big, they're big and musky. Oh, they. I are. have to guess they're musky. Oh yes. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> the, you're so right. Yeah. You, you know what? I nailed it. You're, yeah, <laughs> musk, musk. Balls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got man's balls. I do. I love I'm somewhere in the middle. Not that you were curious, but I wouldn't say they're hyper masculine, nor are they feminine. Wait a minute. So, what do you mean? Like on a scale of one to ten? Uh, well, like let's say one to masculine. Low. Like if ten, it, if ten is like, um, let's say uh, Sly Stallone's balls, or what I imagine them to be, and then I just want uh, like how low do they hang? Or well, that, that certainly depends on how, what temperature water. So on that trip where we were frequenting the hot tub painfully low probably at times embarrassingly low well you know what i was clocking them you are you, were, you had your eyes peeled and well, i was a, like well, well you know dear diary dax <laughs> shepherd's balls are um, i don't know i can't quite tell are they low are they high but uh, there were yeah there were times when i was like well maybe they're medium and I think tip, typically they are. Um, I have a funny story about um, my balls being inordinately low at one time. Do you want to hear it? It's yes, pretty funny. I would love to. So I, and then I'll tell you about my labia being low. Oh, I can't wait. Menorah or Majora? 
Whatever. Uh, so I was doing an episode of that show. Um, my name is Earl. Okay. Yep. And um, I was just a guest star. And that week, um, the actress on the show, um, Jamie, Jamie Presley, Jamie Presley um, was not working. So they gave me her trailer. Okay. This is before I was dating Kristen. Uh, so I had filmed one day. And it was a very, very hot day in the valley. And then I was in her trailer getting out of my wardrobe and then getting into my street clothes. Um, and then I was told, oh, hurry up. They've called in Jamie because uh, they have to pick up a shot they missed with her. So in my mind, Jamie was going to walk in this trailer at any moment. So I was really um, meandering about getting my clothes back on. I was like... I'm just going to take my time. Maybe she'll walk in. This will be really exciting. And I was having this whole fantasy. And as this was happening, I just happened to glance at the full-length mirror. And I saw that my testicles had gone to their lowest point of my life. <laughs> and I got immediately super self-conscious. And I raced to get my clothes on. The story's not over. I told Kristen that story. And she said, no one wants to walk in and see a guy naked. And I said, some, some women have to want to see that. And she's like, no, nobody wants to see that. So we've since polled all of her friends. She's mostly right. One of her 20 <laughs> friends said they would have liked to have walked in and seen that. So this, this questionnaire has been going on for years. And then weren't we at a party about a year ago? Jamie Presley was there. And I said, oh, my God, you can finally solve this ongoing debate of whether or not you would have wanted to see me naked in your trailer. And she said... Absolutely, I would not have wanted to see it. So it was a very definitive no. She wouldn't have liked that. Wait, wait, you totally skipped on like between like wanting to see a guy nude mm -hmm. versus uh, wanting to see how low a like, well, balls can. Go. I was quite certain no woman would want to see how low my balls were in that moment, which is why I really quickly got all my clothes back on. Um, <laughs> But I can tell you that 100% of men want to walk in their trailer and find a naked woman on accident. Are you sure? 100%. Yeah. There's no question. There's not a guy that doesn't want to see that. Wait a minute. Tell me. You thought of one? Because I'm going to call bullshit on it right when you say the name. Okay. He's right. Uh, Stevie Wonder maybe doesn't give a fuck if he's, there's a naked woman in his trailer. But I would bet even that, the idea of it would still excite him. But, okay, fine. I hear what you're saying, but it would excite a man a lot more to be found naked mm -hmm. than a woman to be found naked. Oh, right? yeah. It goes both ways. Both a guy would want to be found naked and a guy would want to find someone naked. And then a woman would want no part of any finding <laughs> right. someone naked or being found naked. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. It's interesting, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, truly, that there's that much difference in yes. us in that respect. Dax? Yeah. Do you mind... Let's pretend that you are um, on Tinder, okay? You're single. Okay. This is the one you swipe and then you say, I like? Yes. Okay. okay. Yeah. Great. Um, so you and I, wait, Sim, will you set it up? Yes. Yeah, Which one are we doing here? Kayla. Tinder. Ah, okay. So you have a reservation on the patio at, at Isabel, you know, the West Hollywood restaurant Isabel? I don't. What okay. kind of it's, cuisine is it? Does I think it matter? It, it doesn't really matter. Okay, great. Small plates, I believe. And like tapas. Exactly. Okay, great. And so I'm just going to bring you to your table, and you're going to meet Kayla for the first time. She's your Tinder date. So, um, Okay, great. Uh, right this way, Mr. Shepard. Oh, I'm sorry. What was your name again? I can't read. I just was going on your face. I, I forgot. What is your... How do you all pronounce Kayla. it? Kayla. Kayla. Yeah. God, you're so much um, shorter in real life than in your photos, 
which is a major bonus for me. That's so weird because so many people tell me that all the time. Oh, they do. What yeah. line of work are you in? Um, I pretty much I'm an entrepreneur. Oh um, wow, that's so great. Yeah, I do a lot of different things. I'm um, I love to. I'm like I'm, I'm a photographer. Oh, uh huh. And what, what um, do you shoot on an iPhone or? Yeah. Uh-huh. And, yeah, I thought maybe. Um, uh, I also I have my own makeup line. Oh, great! And um, I also I'm a writer mm-hmm. of screenplays and stuff like that. Oh, I but would I would love do? to not read one of those. Um, I install irrigation. You know, uh, commercial irrigation for you know, agribusiness. You know, when you're driving on the five and you see those gigantic sprinkler systems, and they kind of go in a circle. That's me. I'm not that gigantic sprinkler, but I do install those. If you do ever, because you are an entrepreneur, presumably you might need one at some point, and I would love to service your fields. That's so weird, but you must make a lot of money because overall, I I do make a ton of money. Yeah, Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, and I don't, I don't have to report much of it. Uh, But let me ask you this. Okay. Um. Okay. Number one. Ten inches. No. If you were, how embarrassing. um, if you were to do like something in a creative profession, what would that be? And also, what's your sign? <laughs> um, I'm a Leo. I, that was probably obvious. Um, and you know, I think cr- if I had to do a creative endeavor, I maybe would. I would instead of going with the s- stainless steel color on the irrigation systems, I would maybe go with a um, like a matte green. <laughs> you know, so they blended into the natural environment. So as you're driving up the five. Your eye isn't taken off the road by these huge sprinkler systems. That's actually really cool. You think that's a good idea? Yeah, because um, that way, you're right, like everything really blends in. But do you know what kind of vibe I'm picking up from you? Um, What? I feel like um, you have a lot of creative endeavor, but there's something that's like blocking. Mm -hmm. Um, Like you've got this wall or yeah. bridge mm-hmm. like you've got a level of defensiveness no i don't that um that's cr- well now i know feels like i'm not the least defensive person excuse me excuse me though. excuse love. me excuse me i'm the least defensive person i know okay when you're ready to pop the question the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring at blue you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. So let's just let that one lie for a second. Okay. You, now you have eight kids. It says, you says you have eight kids. What, what are what kind of ages are they? I actually don't have any kids. That was a joke. Oh my, my god, friend. that's a great yeah, joke! What friend. a great, great joke! <laughs> my friends put me up to that. Oh really? Yeah, I actually have never had any kids. Oh, you haven't? No. Uh, how are things in there, reproductively speaking? <laughs> Is everything tip top, or do we have some endometriosis? Or uh... you're funny. <laughs> What is endrom? What did you say? What was that? Endometriosis. Mean? You yeah, know, it's like your mean? uterus has some uh, some kind of tissue inside that's kind of tightening Ow. down. I don't want to make you horny, uh, but it does it does put some pressure on. You would know because you're you would have really strong menstrual cycles. Do you? It's do you, oh, so let's... cool that you're so in touch with like the female body. Mm-hmm. I was raised by three women. 
Could you hold on? Uh, okay. It'd make me feel more comfortable. I think some of the other diners, if you wouldn't unbutton your... Is that a blazer? <laughs> yeah. Hi. Can okay. I can I take your drink orders? I brought mine, but yeah, what are you what are you gonna have? Uh, I would like to have a cherry 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 bomb. Cherry what's uh sorry? A cherry 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 bomb. Mm. Is that just like maraschino cherries and maybe tequila? Yes. Okay, mm. no problem. And do you know what you want to eat? Um I'll have the clams. Oh, clams. that sounds great. Do you have any fish on special and I mean on sale? Yes, we do. We you have a Branzino on sale. Oh, you do? Yes. Okay, great. Branzino. <laughs> they, they say uh, to, to try to eat fish on Mondays or Tuesdays, and uh, here we are on Did Thursday. Did you ever study in Italy? Sorry. Did I study? No. I'll be right back. Okay. Thank you. Did you ever study in Italy? Because Branzino, that's like so Italian. Yeah. I, I haven't. I'm going to throw something crazy out there. Yeah. Do you want to, like, continue this date in my car? Like, let's just <laughs> go to my car right now? Well, I I've got really, XM radio. I'm and... so looking forward to the clams, though, on my cherry, cherry, cherry bomb. Okay, so you would have maybe after a... that, but... Um, How many clams are you going to put back? Oh, God. It's however many, like, I can chomp with my teeth. I like oh, to, like, really get wow. my molars, like, mm-hmm. you know, crunching them. You have to really pop them. So I'm presuming then then you're not Jewish, because um that's going to be a kind of a deal breaker for me. Why? Because I'm Orthodox. What if I am Jewish? That's great. That'll be great. For, okay. Yeah. So you are. Yeah. Great. So you're not then going to eat the clams, or? I guess this is a deal breaker, right? So I'm Jewish, and yet I want to break some rules. <laughs> I guess that's fine. I guess I could be. I just remembered I can't be on this date. I just remembered that. Well, I had I, forgot. I was like, what, are, what am I forgetting? I was parked my car and then I walked in here. Oh, my I'm God. What did I do? No, 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 no. You didn't I do did anything. Something. No, I did. know I did. I no. always do. I always do. Come no, on. What no, did no, no, I no. do? You didn't just do anything. Me. It has nothing to do with you but constructive criticism. Um, a clam order is a very aggressive order. <laughs> it is... It sends a lot of signals, and none of them are fantastic. But again, it has nothing to do with you. I have a prior uh, court appearance I'm late for. Ooh, for like rape? Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Robbery, rape. I, yep, I, uh, I robbed someone. And then you raped him? Only to get their wallet. It was a, it was a, it was a guy. And uh, Ooh, guy uh, rape. Yeah, it's Tell a little less, little less offensive, isn't it? Guy Did rape. Did you use a condom? Never. Raw dog all the way. You know. I like it. You like it? Okay, great. Well, you know, anyways, this has been great. I'm gonna definitely give you a really high rating on Tinder, or whatever <laughs> site we met on. I'm on so many, I can't remember if it was Bumble or, or Grinder. Did we meet on Grinder? Oh, I feel so bummed. I feel like you didn't really like me very much. I did not like you a ton. <laughs> I did not like you a ton. Yeah. Yeah. But that's not to say that I don't like you, you know? But wait, let me ask you something. Okay. Okay, One so last I know question. that you, um, you know, you're a big star in Hollywood, but do you think that I could make it in Hollywood? I do not think that, no. Do you want to fuck anyways? Yes. <laughs> okay, well, again, let's just get out to my car. I'll pop on XM radio. I've got Yacht Rock radio ready to go. We'll listen to some logins and we'll get sweaty. 
Okay. Okay. This is great. I'm just okay. going to tell this guy to cancel the clams. I forget what his name is. Hi, was. I well, have your clams here. Yeah, yeah. Once you bend over, I'll show you. Okay. <laughs> We're going on to the car. But I still want my cherry, 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 cherry. There you cherry. go. Thank you. And it's a go cup. have to break format a little bit right now and get to a call oh, okay. i know we just had some fun it's am i allowed to talk or do you oh yes. no no you are okay. the one who's supposed to talk okay, okay. and then after that we'll get okay, back yeah, to sorry, uh the sorry, rest Sam. yeah, yeah no, it's what okay. am i supposed to do here all right we're gonna call megan dax oh you, you are so gonna place the call oh we're placing the call yes. this is the most bizarre experience <laughs> I know. Of life. I and i'm so sorry <laughs> yeah this is we're gonna call I megan right now she's in new jersey and she's 41 Oh, great. It's quite late it's in New late. Jersey. It's, it's 11.30. I know. You're probably going to wake up her whole family. She's going to be in a great she mood. She has a she family. Answers. Yes, but she wants to talk about her family. Oh, actually. great, great. I really Thank you so much. Hello? Hey, Megan. Yeah. Hey, I know it's late. I'm so sorry we're calling you so late. Um, but Anna and Dax Shepard are here. Hi, Megan. Hi, how are you? Are you asleep, Megan? I know. I'm so sorry. I I know, I know, I know. I'm so sorry we're so late, but we'll get right to it. So, Meg, um, will you leave your husband for me? <laughs> <laughs> Just get right uh, to it. Well, she has twins, and obviously, raising twins is incredibly stressful and exhausting. Um, but, Megan, tell us why you emailed us. Pretty much, I guess we're just trying to sort out. Well, I'm, I'm trying to sort out. It's this first year. So our twins are eight months old, and they're amazing. And I, you know, definitely don't want it to seem at all like we aren't just madly in love with them and so grateful to have them. Like we are, we're so lucky, but um, you know, it's just, it is hard. It's hard, I guess, trying to figure out how to find balance. Like it feels like our life has really a hundred percent just become all about them. We put all of our time and our energy into them and everything resolves around their schedule. And I guess we're just kind of like our marriage and our relationship and just anything for just the two of us has really kind of been put on the back burner. Um, I guess I'm just trying to sort out like, okay, is this just, is this just how it is? Like the first couple of years, like this is what it is. We put everything on them and then come back to us later. Or, you know, should we be actively trying to balance things out a little bit better? I have a strong opinion about this. I don't know if you want to hear Anna's first, but I have a very strong opinion about this. You go. Um, You know, when you're on the airplane and they're giving you the uh, safety demonstration and they tell you that you have to put your oxygen mask on before you can help your kids? Yeah. It is my opinion that you can't be a good parent if you are not in, if you're not actively creating a good relationship um, to to raise them with. So I, I really believe it's so easy. I have two kids as well. I don't have twins. I feel very bad for you. Um, but I have two babies. And when we had one, it was fine because you have a nap for two hours. That's great. And then you can go watch Netflix. And then you put them to bed at 730. And then you have two more hours. So really, you have four hours a day. And then you have a second kid. And then you realize, oh, my God, we don't even have five seconds to a day together. And I think it's incredibly easy for that to become the pattern you immediately get stuck in because the house is on fire basically they're they need so much attention they need it so quickly but um i will say we read this great book when my wife was pregnant called brain rules for babies but that i didn't enjoy any of the stuff about the babies i liked the part that talked about relationships and it said i think it's a, it's a common um 
you know, wives tale that somehow having kids is going to make your relationship better. And it said, in fact, 70% of the time it makes relationships worse. It makes marriages worse. So I think first and foremost, you have to immediately go, okay, this is going to be really stressful. This is like remodeling a house or moving. This is one of the tests of relationship. And so you, you have to be just really conscious, I think, of carving out the time, getting the babysitter, going away for a night, doing all these things that feel like you're putting the kids second, but I think ultimately you're actually putting them first because you're going to be in a loving relationship in front of them, which is what they will then, um, you know, pick their future relationships based on. Um, Can I ask you a question about your husband? Sure. Um, How much of the work, the baby work, does he do? Um, well, he's actually a stay-at-home dad, so he does a lot. <laughs> so, um, yeah, he left his job to stay home with them. Um, so I think that's part of it, too. Like, I end up just feeling, like, I guess a ton of guilt because I'm the one that's not with them all the time. And then it's hard, like, you know, on the weekends I have two days where I can just be with them. So I end up feeling so guilty if my husband and I want to go to a movie or, or something like that. Like, we haven't really done a lot of just leaving them with someone and going out just ourselves. I feel super bad for women way more than men because my wife who works a lot, um, she's either at work feeling guilty that she's not at home with her kids or she's at home with her kids, not taking work and then feeling guilty that she's not being a productive woman. So that's bullshit that women are bridled with that. And I think it's your responsibility to go fuck that. I'm not going to feel guilty. Someone's going to have to pay for this house and, uh, to keep the lights on and food on the table. And that's the role you're in. So you really have no reason to feel guilty and you need to work on actively telling yourself in the mirror, you're doing the right thing. I love that advice, Dax, but it is so hard to take. I mean, I think that as women, you're constantly wrapped up in whether you're a stay-at-home mom or you are the breadwinner or you're working or whatever you're doing, there is a constant feeling of guilt. It's crazy. I know. And I think that we just have to sort of reconcile with ourselves with the idea that this is what it is to be a woman and a mom. and In 2016. Yeah. And it fucking sucks. But here are the things that I want to tell you. And actually, a lot of this comes from one of Sim's dear friends who, um, whose wife yeah. uh, emailed us after Sim. I, I told Megan about her uh, earlier today when I spoke to her. And she wrote yeah. this great email. And I'll forward all of this on to you. But the things that I wanted to tell you uh, that I thought were like kind of the most important, the idea of, um, of boundaries – and in like people in your life that are making you uh, feel a lot of burden right now, they just don't have any place in your life right now. Mm-hmm. And do you know what I mean? I don't know if your wife feels like the guy she's having an affair with. Or... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, Megan. I assume you're not having an affair. But you know what I mean. Like Who would the, have pe- time? the people in, in your life that are like, "Why aren't you calling me back? Are you mad at me?" Well, that's and one thing like, I like about having kids is it makes it easier to have the exact size life I want. So my life is I work and I'm with my kids. Even the show. You said you want to do my show. I said yeah. After I put my kids down, it's a non-starter. I can't. I'm not yeah. going to do anything when my kids are awake if I'm not at work. That's that. And I have zero guilt about that because I've decided those are good. I have a good uh, 
uh, motivation for that. I feel yeah. good about my motivation. Oh, I just want to add, if you're, I don't know, Megan, how you feel at work, but I often go to work and I feel this amazing sense of relief, like, oh, it's so nice to not hear them fighting or screaming right now. And um, I, I don't think you should feel bad about that either. I don't know if you ever have that sense of re- relief, like you get in the car to go to work and it's a fucking nice ride to work because <laughs> you're not hearing the screaming and everything. I think that's human. Yeah. Well, and it yeah, might be yeah, that is part of where the goat comes into. Like, I've gone on business trips then where it's like, oh, oh my God, and you feel totally like a relief. Like, you're at work. <laughs> I'm, like, and... I'm a horrible person because I'm enjoying being away for a couple of days. No, no. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Don't. Yeah, you didn't, um, <clears throat> you, didn't, you didn't forfeit being a human being because you're raising two other human beings. I, my, my, fantasy, my fantasy used to be like a, a three-way with Scarlett Johansson and someone else, and now it's, minute, now it's an eight-hour it trip. Be me. Yeah, you're the, other, the someone else, but I don't want to make <laughs> you uncomfortable. Uh, my fantasy now, my ultimate sexy fantasy, is flying to New York in first class with a lay-flat bed and doing nothing for six uh, hours. I mean, that's wait, me. What about Dubai? I'll fucking fly around the world if <laughs> It's in that lay flat situation and there's movies. That is like, that sounds like a visa to me. But you know what? It's hard. It's so hard for a woman to not feel incredibly guilty about just every single thing. Like whether you're working, you know. Just like but but I will say this. And you said, um, you used the, the, the expression, people who make you feel. And I would just say, Megan, People can't make you feel anyway. No one, if they could, someone could make you feel happy or someone could make you feel euphoric. They can't do that. You have to give permission to people to make them Sam, have you feel a certain way. How the fuck did we get somebody more qualified See, on He's our... doing great. Let's let him go. <laughs> this is Guys, I'm firing bullshit. you. <laughs> this, this is now my show. No. Megan, like I'm, I'm going to get I'm on the sorry, next flight. I'm sorry you're healthier <laughs> than we are. <laughs> I'm going to get on the next flight to New Jersey, Megan. <laughs> And I'm going to enjoy the hell out of that. Can we talk to, to her before you? we get off the phone? Can we talk to her um, about uh, about keeping her like the, her relationship alive? Whether it's you know with, through intimacy, you know the, how important is intimacy at this point? You you have to have sex with your husband. I'm just telling you right now, you have to have sex with your husband. Your, a guy's entire self esteem. So your self esteem, as we acknowledge, is really wrapped up in a mother's responsibility, and that's very challenging. And a guy's stupidly is if my wife doesn't have sex with me once a week. 
Um, she doesn't like me. She's repulsed by me. And we're very really? fragile that way. Yes, you need to fuck your husband once a week. Wait, wait, wait. But, but shouldn't it be sort of like the – like after you've had – a kid, you feel really vulnerable. Tough shit. Do you think I want to hear about my wife's ideas of remodeling? No, but I say to myself, <laughs> no, I love this woman I, and I, I want to be with her. I want my husband so to it. come on to me. That's great, but you have to be open to that once a week. Oh, for sure, for yeah. sure. But what but if, I think a lot of women don't feel attractive after they have a kid. Right, so then the husband reasons. may not feel like, oh, let me, he no, wants no. Let me tell you about your husband. Rejected. Your husband's been fucking his hand since he was 12 years old, and his <laughs> hand is not sexy, and he's still doing it. So a guy does not care about attraction at all. He's not even thinking whether you're attractive or not. He just needs that once a week. So what you're saying is... You gotta fuck. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, it's I a lo- bummer. No, you're listen, already tired no. and you're wanna, not in the mood, I, listen, but you gotta do it. We all wanna fuck, but well, but it you? should be don't you think that <laughs> it should be like a man coming to his wife and being like, Baby, I uh, That's fine, like, but I, I think love a lot your tits, of, I love your pussy, like I love like, Yeah, those are nice, uh, nice items link. on a woman. But I think that those are quite often met with um either a lackluster response or I'm tired or honey, can we tomorrow? Blah, blah, blah. All these different things, which is natural. Right, By right, the way, right. I, I don't blame anyone for feeling that way, but that's just something you got to get. I, I think if you add that, I have no idea what your, what your frequency is. My guess is it's not high with twins and eight months ago, but I would just say that what it'll do to your husband's self-esteem and his resentments towards you, I guarantee mm. they vanish. Wait, what about if we suggested... All right, the two of you are watching new, the new HBO show Westworld, mm. right? Mm-hmm. On the couch. The mm. twins are asleep. Finally, you got them to bed. You're on the couch. You put your hand over. You, like, intertwine your fingers. Mm-hmm. And then you slowly sort of move it over to his uh, carotchal area. Mm. His carotchal zone. You know, you guys are still watching the show. And then you start kind of canoodling his neck. What do you think about this? I'm in. But I, it would take even less for me, but I'm in. Megan, if you did just those things to me, I would be I would be ready to go. But I do think, I, 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 don't, I don't know about you guys, but when I'm in a relationship, it's really easy to be waiting constantly for the other person to go first. So you have needs, Megan. I'm sure your husband is not naturally meeting or it's not instinctual for him to think of the things that are driving you nuts likewise you're doing things that aren't instinctual for you that are driving him nuts and it can easily become a standoff in a relationship and i think just you constantly have to take the high road and go like fuck it i'm i'm mad at him or i'm resentful about this but i'm still gonna do my side of the street i'm gonna keep my side of the street clean and then quite often by cleaning up your side, then the other person starts behaving better to you. Someone's got to go first. Megan, are you guys having sex six nights a week? And this was t- 20 minutes of wasted time just now. You know what I always like? Yeah. Is when people start, like, cite statistics by saying, like, they said. Mm. Or, like, there's been a study. <laughs> <laughs> sure. My grandpa told me, you just say you read it in the New York Times and they'll believe whatever <laughs> exactly. comes next. Right. Yeah. That's all you have to say. <laughs> Uh, so anything else before we wrap this up with her? For, can I just say I feel, I'm embarrassed that I, I talked way more than I let you, Megan. Was, is there more stuff you wanted to – anything else you wanted to say specifically about your experience? No, scenario? I thought that was actually really helpful. Honestly, I, um, it's funny because a lot of what you're saying is – like I've said to my husband, sometimes it feels like we're just best friends that are raising these kids together. Mm-hmm. I think that is what it is. I think we're just focused so much on them that we're letting – 
just kind of taking care of our relationship kind of be pushed to the side. And I think we have to actively try to stop doing that. And, you know, truly how everyone says that it will get easier as the kids get older, it really will. You're in a particularly intense time right now with your kids being so young and either your brain gets really numb and stupid like mine or things <laughs> get significantly easier as your kids get older. What I always say is uh, feelings are temporary. They don't last forever. I've never, ever been on a roller coaster having an amazing time going, oh, no, I hope this a great feeling doesn't last forever. And likewise, just like a great feeling doesn't last forever or a great period or a great time or a great connection, nor does the shitty time or the bad experience or the rough patch. It's just temporary. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I, I, I The first year of um, my son um being born yeah it was it was it's it, it was so hard and continued into the, his second year um and i i i felt angry that you know my sweet husband who was is an unbelievable father and was such a and is such a great husband but um but i felt mad that he didn't have the same burden that I felt that I put on myself to some degree. Um, but you, you are not alone at all. I, I felt like annoyed with him that I, uh, that I was figuring out the, the schedule and, um, and sort of, you know, and like the, Oh God, my nipples or whatever, like the whole shit. How are your nipples, Megan? Yeah. <laughs> are they in good shape? <laughs> I'm just, teasing. they're doing all right. Probably. Okay, good, good, good. <laughs> But you're not alone. And I think that this, I love it that you asked us this question because I think it should be an open dialogue. And you know what? Sim, Dax, fuck you both. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Great. Okay. Sounds good. No, no, no. No. Take it. Okay. I'm, yep. No. Say you're sorry. For? Being a man. I apologize. (laughs) My chromosomal situation. (laughs) Sim? Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. We, have to, we do have to end the call, though. Well, we love you. Megan, thank you so much. Will you please? And thank we're gonna, you, we're gonna, uh, Sim's and gonna, I'm going to send you that email yeah. from, uh, from my it's friend. Really, it's really yeah, good. Yeah, you're going to love it. It's going to be very helpful. Thank and you. I really appreciate it. Good night, thank Megan. You. Good night. Bye. Thanks, guys. Your wife, you have two kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A you three-year-old and a two-year-old. By the way, that was it. Yeah, I, was, I thought it'd be cool to kill myself here on your show. <laughs> Has, that ever, has anyone ever killed themselves on your awesome. show? <laughs> I've got a few different uh, ways I could do it. Really? I could maybe let you pick pick it out of a hat. Like but one that. would be pinching my nose, as you just watched me do, and then slowly cool. running out of air. I like that. What um, training did you have? What do you mean? Well, you're very funny. Did you do? Thank you. Did, did you do any? Uh, comedic training? No, I no, was. I was funny. really. Thanks. Really. You're crazy funny. That's. Really I sat with nice you at a premiere say. one time, long, long uh, ago. Yes. Yeah. What was I that? I sat next to you. That was um, oh, down in Hollywood. Your, mm-hmm. It was at the um, Man's Chinese. I was totally charmed by you. Oh, you were. Yes. That's interesting because I was definitely putting it out there, and I left. And I was like, that girl just really could have given a shit. <laughs> <laughs> But you actually remember, so this is good. I totally... I'll feel be- it's yeah, one, no, you 1% were, you better were about really, myself. You were really fucking hysterical. You but I think seven. you're unbelievably funny. I mean, truly. 
You're like um, Burt. I know. I'm blushing. Yeah. I'm like Burt Reynolds funny. Is that what you're about to say? No, you're funnier than Burt Reynolds. But yeah, you were in a bunch of movies that you were unbelievable in the movies. Really? Uh, yeah, even oh, sometimes really in spite kind of, of the movies. You know, bless you. Yeah. Thank I wish you. I could remember exactly which one it was. Well, maybe Scary Movie, one, two, three, or four. Well, House that. Bunny. Uh, Just Friends. Uh, Just Friends. Yeah. Oh. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Well, Crazy funny. Go on. Who directed that? Uh, Roger Cumble. Oh, right. Uh-huh. Yes. I've had breakfasts with that guy. Never he's, worked with him. lovely, but, though. Mm-hmm. But wait, that, that means a lot to me. I totally remember that night, though. You do? Yes. Oh, that's shocking. Yeah. This no, is... I listen, I've been a huge fan of yours uh, forever. Okay. Well, I'm, I think I'm a slightly bigger fan of yours, <laughs> but that we won't have to. But, okay, wait, can we talk about your rise? My what? Your rise oh, in Hollywood. Oh, okay, sure. So, how, like, becoming an actor. Mm-hmm. Going moved- from, you know, punked and, mm-hmm. like... And you know who I was talking to? I was talking to Jamie Presley, and she was saying how she knew that you were. Are you being serious right now? Yeah, you're talking to Jamie Presley. Yeah, well, she, who Jamie's just, on her show. Who I was show. just talking about being yeah. naked with. But she was saying how you have that thing, that movie mm. star quality. Really? Yes. Well, that's you do. Very, very flattering. You're really fucking smart, and you're really fucking funny. Thank you. And you're really fucking handsome. Well, I, that, I'm going to bail out there, but that's Watch very nice to Watch me put on hear. chapstick. <laughs> Watch me put the fuck out of this chapstick. <laughs> it's childlike chapstick. Um, but yeah, I'm, are you asking like what, how, did, how did I end up in your dining room? Well, This yeah, is your dining room, right? Or, is that in, or in comedy. I know. It's a weird place. I moved to L.A. in 96, and I auditioned for The Groundlings. And The Groundlings is a sketch and improv theater here in LA I'm sure you know that and at that time the people that had just come out of there were Will Ferrell and Chris Kattan and Maya Rudolph those people had all just gone to Saturday Night Live and I all I wanted was to be on Saturday Night Live and so I thought oh this really? is how you do it that was your oh that was the end end I didn't even like have any fantasies of being in movies or on a but TV you, show I so just wait, thought you I moved wanted. from Detroit mm-hmm. to LA yes ma'am 1996. I moved to Santa Barbara in 95. Um, for what reason, I'm still not positive. <laughs> and then, but ostensibly to act, <laughs> there's not a lot of um, roles being cast in Santa Barbara. So then I in 96. I love like the geriatric like. <laughs> yes, exactly. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Uh, so then I came down here in 96, and then I auditioned to get in the Groundlings, which was the very first time I had ever acted, was my audition for getting in there. And then um, it takes years to go through there. So I was both going through the Groundlings and going to UCLA. And at the end of all that, I um, had been auditioning for, I don't know, six, maybe eight years for like tampon commercials and Doritos commercials and never getting any of them. Whoa, 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 I was in, I I auditioned for a lot of tampon commercials, obviously not to be the user of a tampon, but like whatever the (laughs) obligatory guy in the commercial was. I had no idea there was, what does that guy do? He like smiles approvingly of his female for using the <laughs> feminine care product, I guess. So am I like riding on a bicycle and I'm like... Yeah, and I'm behind you out of focus, soft focus. But for somehow there are, an audition is required to be in soft focus in the background as you whimsically ride your bike with their... Wait, but no, come on. What am I really doing? On the, in the commercial, the, like the... literally canoeing and shit, riding a bike. They really want you to be outdoorsy when you're on your period. That seems to be the message I'm getting from the ads. Okay, so we're in a canoe. I'm in the front. I'm in the deep, deep background <laughs> paddling, out of focus. I get my period, and it's we always go to voiceover, the dock. right? It's like uh, you know, Tampax has 14 times the absorption rate and a disposable applicator that won't hurt the environment. And the whole time, you're fucking paddling your heart out, smiling, <laughs> and then I'm in the deep BG, blurry. But I auditioned for that role. And I felt like I may have just sucked. As it turns out, I might have just sucked at auditioning. But in my mind, I've told myself I wasn't really handsome enough to be the good-looking dude in the commercial out of focus. And I wasn't ugly enough to be the character-y dude in the commercial. So I, I was totally kind of was in a, disagree. I was in the gray you area. You are smoking hot. I love you. I just don't buy that. And nor did the casting directors. I rest my case. <laughs> but at any rate, so many, many years of auditioning for these commercials, not getting any of them. And then they called in virtually every single person in the city that did improv to audition for Punked. And then I, I went on upwards of 12 auditions for that show. I was auditioning for that show for like three months. Shit. To the point where at one point, or so Ashton claims, this may or may not be true, uh, I had gone through all these auditions. And then I was like not on their selects list that made it to Ashton. And then Ashton started watching videotapes. And he said, well, wait, what about this guy? And I don't know what they thought. I was too something. But then I came in for another like round of three. And then I would improv with other people they were going to cast, blah, blah, blah. Then I did the pilot. Then the pilot got sued. Then I had to wait a whole year for that lawsuit to get sorted out before we actually went into series. At this point, I've now been in L.A. for oh, almost 10 years uh, trying to make it. How are you making money at during this point? It's so complicated, but in a nutshell, I drove cars back and forth from Detroit to L.A. for General Motors on the weekends. I'd go round wow. trip. I'd leave Thursday after class oh my God. Uh, at like 1 in the afternoon, then I would drive all the way there. I'd get there Friday night, and then I would get annihilated drunk with my friends, and then I'd get in the car super hungover on Saturday, and I would drive back, and then I'd go to class on Monday. And I did that for years. I've done that drive uh, an insane amount of times. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, but then I got on that show. So it was a really, really, really long time before I got hired as an actor. But once I got hired as an actor, I was on Punked. It aired in, I think, like springtime. And then immediately after it airing, it was a really popular show. I got cast in Without a Paddle as like one of the three leads, which just never happens coming off of a reality show. Oh, I knew who was saying. Um, Christine Moore. Oh, she was in Without a Paddle. Yes. And uh-huh. she was saying to me, she just starred... Um, 
on mom okay. with us, and she was saying that I, I said that, you know, I was bragging about like my podcast and you uh-huh. coming on, and she was saying <laughs> that when she was doing Without a Paddle that she just knew that you were a huge star. And really? Yeah. That's really was, nice she, to hear. Well, she was incredibly nice, and she was super great in the movie. And I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. I had never been in anything other than punked. And then I was there with lots of lines and lots of scenes and lots was, of blocking. She was just saying and, he has that thing. Dax has that thing. Hmm. And so that X factor, whatever. I'm going to float off to sleep tonight <laughs> when I get home. I'm going to sleep with a smile on my face. Good. Like it's going to look like this. It's kind of crooked, but it'll be there. So that was a pretty big hit. Without, Without a paddle, paddle yeah. Was. yeah. I would dare say that's about the only hit movie I've been in some. So after that, but after that, so there were more opportunities to do comedy. Is that kind of where you were heading? Because yeah. you, you ended up doing drama for years. Well, what? Yes. Yeah, so what happened was um, while I was uh, right before I went to do Without a Paddle, I did a couple episodes of King of the Hill, and I got to be friendly with Mike Judge. And Mike Judge auditioned me or let me audition. He didn't want to hire me to be an idiocracy because it was supposed to be a really big fat guy. I love that. So movie. when I got home from Without a Paddle, I auditioned for Idiocracy. I got Idiocracy, and John Favreau, who mind you, neither of these two movies have come out. One's not even made. John Favreau just loves Mike Judge and thought, well, if he casts this dude, I, I trust this. So then he hired me for this other movie, Zathura, which was this big yeah. Sony movie. So uh, it was quite a big movie, and Favreau was a very big director. And Tim Robbins was in it and all this stuff. This is all happening within one year of punk Amazing. airing. And Amazing. none of these movies have come out. And, um, yeah, go back to back to back, like three movies in a row with really great roles. And I was also, because Growlings is so writer heavy, you have to write so much. Um, and I had always been a writer long before I was trying to be an actor. I was also starting to sell screenplays at that time. And I was starting to work more and more as a writer. And probably have worked as much as a, as a writer as I have as an actor. And, that's what I do now. Mostly. Do you feel more comfortable writing? I hate writing, um, but I I do it. Uh, I shouldn't say that. I enjoy when I'm actually writing. Making time, making the space for it's nearly impossible. So I, in fact, this Wednesday I will go away for four days to a hotel because I have a whole screenplay due, and so I have to. I can't write any other way when there's Definitely. kids around it just so it's find, a big find out what ask. hotel i'm gonna find out what hotel yeah yeah, yeah. Right. No, i'll be something. there i'll be there <laughs> okay good 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 eating chocolate eggs benedict <laughs> hey so just i just want to know how it's going <laughs> any funny scenes you've written <laughs> uh, so i hate that of all of the three things that i get to do now that that's by far the the worst and most labor intensive but yeah. you know that's what brought that's me to the party like the most rewarding it is the most rewarding i gotta say like after i finish a movie whatever sense of accomplishment i have as an actor it's pretty minimal compared to when i finish a script and i think it's good i'll never call my mom and say i just finished this movie but i will call my mom and go like oh i just finished the script and it's good is that where you're heading now you want to do you want to head towards writing and directing i just wrote and directed yes. chips at warner brothers and now I'm, they just hired me and now i'm writing and directing scooby-doo the animated movie at warner brothers <gasps> ah, that's incredible that's congratulations awesome. yeah, thank you it's very exciting Dax- I, Amazing. Like I, I feel like I, you know, I've known you for a while. I want to get to know you more, and I'm just, I, you know, I'm so grateful that you're here tonight. And also, I'm so, um, I feel like we sort of came to the town in a similar time period, and mm-hmm. um, and I don't know. I just, 
I'm, it is weird, right? I mean, not to be mean, but we're getting old <laughs> in this business. And well, to think that I, uh, uh, I mean, let's just say, I'll keep it personal. I'm getting old in this business. Like there's people that were visiting set as like assistants that are now running the studios. Yes. In that short period yeah. that we've been working, people that were writing assistants are now showrunners. Like that's all happened in, in our time here kind of like the beauty it, it's it's discouraging on one hand but it's also the beauty of the industry is that like um everyone has a shot it is yeah. a meritocracy it's one of the only meritocracies yeah. around if you're fucking yeah. great you will get yeah. hired like, now you're using one line. of those words that i don't know again i'm sorry merit merit based you, you get you get promoted <laughs> okay for merit. now now can we go um where are we going do you want it let's go to uh Oh, Karen Sarducci. I'm getting self-conscious. Do you think I'm coming across as a know-it-all? Oh, no, Dan. Okay, not okay, at okay, all. Okay, okay, okay. I can, <laughs> I can tr- attempt to throttle no, back. No, no, are you kidding? You're okay. fucking charming and hot and handsome. Oh, my and, God. And, like, how do you feel about some deal breakers? 